All around us sat moms wearing corsages and elementary school and junior high boys whose dream was to play for Buster Schuler and wear the crimson and white of Athens City High. Coach Schuler's wife was behind us too, but she always sat alone. I never saw Helena so much as clap, let alone cheer. Now, here's why sometimes I think Buster's only saying it when he says I was his best. Everybody knows he'd lived for the day he could coach his only son, Jack, his starting quarterback now for three straight years. Number seven was a beautiful specimen of a football player, a tick under 6'4", about 200 pounds, and faster than a weight to face the principal. He could also throw the ball through a wall, but, of course, he hardly ever got the chance. The whole time, every game, Buster would run the Bama wishbone offense. That's where the quarterback runs with the ball until he has nowhere to go and then pitches to one of his two trailing running backs and commences blocking for him. Going into that game, the Crusaders had lost only once each season with Jack at QB. Oh, the boy could run. And he was a leader. But everybody knew that if ever there was a kid who resented that ancient offense and challenged the old man's authority, it was Buster's own son. And Daddy wasn't happy. Jack would behave himself for the first quarter or two, long enough for Athens City to roll up a big score. But there was no corralling that colt, and Buster would wind up slamming his hat to the ground, benching his own son, and stomping up and down the sidelines like he was losing instead of winning. Next game, Buster would start the backup quarterback. They'd struggle till Jack was out of the doghouse. He'd come in and get the big lead, start improvising, and get himself benched again. Somehow, it all worked anyway. But Buster would say, even in the Athens Courier, that his son was no example of how he expected his team to play. Jack had his full ride to Bama already sewed up, and everybody knew that the Crusaders and Buster, frustrated or not, would ride to their championship on Jack's back. So anyway, we were there, and I was amazed as always at Rachel's attention span. I mean, I was a fan at her age, but by the fourth quarter I was usually playing my own football game behind the stand somewhere. She always hung in there, though, asked questions, studied the scoreboard, and pretty much knew what was going on. She knew most of the players, too. Rachel even knew a little bit about the trouble between Coach Schuler and Jack, so when this game got down to 11 seconds to go and us trailing 28-24, third and 10 on their 35, she looked up at me when Buster called his last time out. A field goal wouldn't do it, and Rock Hill could smell that championship clear as the shrimpy salt air wafting up from the golf. We're going to have to throw the ball, aren't we, Daddy? Five years old and she's strategizing. I smiled at her. Rachel, Coach Schuler would sell his firstborn child before he'd put that pigskin in the air. I honestly don't know why I said it that way, and don't think I haven't asked myself more than once in the years since. Jack was not just Buster's firstborn, he was his only born. But I said it, and there it was. I was as nervous as everybody else, and I could hear the crowd whispering the same thing Rachel was thinking. Surely Buster's got to let Jack throw the ball into the end zone. Nobody could keep Jack Schuler from throwing a TD in a do-or-die situation like this. We were all standing, waiting, breathing only because we had to. Coach Schuler was scribbling on his chalkboard and pointing at players. 
I could see from Big Jack's cocked head towering over the others that he was upset. The rest of the team shouted, Crusaders, and hurried onto the field. But Jack stood there shaking his head as he jammed on his helmet. Coach Schuler spun and saw his son slowly getting ready to head back out, and it was clear he didn't like what he saw. He grabbed the boy's face mask and pulled him close. I'd been there enough times to know what he was saying. I don't want any fool heroics. This team needs you now. You're going to go out and block like a Buick. I looked for Jack to give his dad some eye contact and show he was getting with the program. Right or wrong, you do what the coach tells you, and you do it with all that's in you. But Jack just pulled away. Coach Schuler smacked him on the seat and shoved him onto the field with both hands. I should have known what the boy was going to do when a couple of the players looked at the sideline as if what they'd just heard from Jack in the huddle didn't jibe with what the coach had said.